This is Minjoth, and I'm here with Nimrita and Ramik. Hello. And you're listening to the Jigmy Style Podcast, where we talk about everything from pop culture, style, and race, to politics, bad movies, and food, all with a South Asian focus. This week, we are bringing you a special podcast, a roundtable conversation around the theme, What the Fuck? Yes. All right, ladies. I was watching The Mindy Project, Mm -hmm. um, and I just feel like, what the fuck, Mindy? Like, what's (laughs) going on? I had to start the episode three or four times Mm -hmm. because I was so bored. And I actually, like, I I watched the show because I really want to support, like, it's a brown woman, Mm -hmm. executive producing, writing, acting in a show. It's so not funny. Like, I didn't didn't laugh once. I've hardly laughed this whole season, Mm -hmm. and I feel really upset about it because... I want to support want the show, support. Yeah. but like, holy crap, it's not funny. I haven't been watching it mostly this season, but my sister had said that um, the episode where they're talking about coconuts and brown people, and she's engaging with her heritage in that episode, I think, mm-hmm. and um, she gets her son to do a mundan ceremony, yeah, yeah. and that was really nice, because you, yeah. where would you see a mundan ceremony ever? I liked like, that episode, yeah. actually. That was the only episode I liked. With I Mindy, like, I really hated the beginning of the season, because I thought she was just being being so like it was like she was moving backwards like she was not being critical she was just letting Danny walk all over yeah. her they brought in that guy who was like shaming her for breastfeeding on the subway and then all of a sudden he's a nice guy but then like she surprises <laughs> us and she leaves Danny or whatever that's where I left off so yeah. I don't know what's been happening yeah. so I was excited about that yeah it's... but then maybe so maybe she's gonna surprise us I don't know what's happening I in the storyline so. but well I think for me like I, I've definitely read the criticisms of Mindy, like that she's never had any boyfriends of color. There's no, not enough like brownness in her show. And I've always felt like, you know what? This is a brown woman who has her own show. Mm-hmm. Like she's done quite a bit considering the limitations for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciated the episode, particularly because I've been called a coconut before by brown people. And I think oh, yeah. it's so hilarious. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> like, like, are you kidding me? Do you even know me? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you That's have a so South Asian magazine. Are you I know, right? Like, what, <laughs> what are you more talking? Do you need? Like, I watch Bollywood. I watch to Pangra music. Yeah, I can't say Pangra music properly, which is usually like you're a coconut. You don't learn. Like, yeah, you don't speak properly. Um, so I liked it for that, but but it's I don't think it's enough to save the series. Yeah. Like, I was talking about Aziz, and when Aziz put out his show. Master of None. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People were really mad at him too. They're like, "Oh, you're not." I mean, even though they brought, he brought his parents on, and they talk about like you know being a person of color in New York and all of yeah. that. I thought it was pretty critical and, and great, but yeah. people were like, "Oh, but it's not enough. Like you need to do this and you need to do this." And it's because people don't feel like they're being addressed or represented. And then K Ray was saying that the same thing happens to Mindy, where people are telling her like, "You're not mm-hmm. having enough people of color in here," but that's her own experience. So mm-hmm. it's just like if we had more of a base like there was more people doing it everyone would kind of be covered with their different you know like so it's just her right now so she has she has this responsibility to like address everyone and represent everyone and it's not possible like that's not it wouldn't be a good show it would be like glee when Mm -hmm. they're just like bringing everyone in right (laughs) exactly and it's like okay you're stretching because you're trying to address everyone and you Mm -hmm. can't you can only address the people that you have the experience with that's that's the struggle i have because i don't actually i don't want to watch mindy because the show's not funny but then i feel like well i gotta where else can you yeah. go like i gotta yeah. support at least doing something exactly like, and we're all just like sitting around waiting for the next season or like anarchically season three because yeah. <laughs> nothing else exactly no totally <laughs> has there been anything that's been super crazy and stuck out in your mind this week that just how do you say what the fuck i think this week um personally it's been brexit 
All right. Brexit has completely um, changed how I thought about like my own identity as someone from Britain or someone who grew up in England. And so that really like uh, problematized like where is my home now like because I've always like talked about moving from London to Vancouver and like right. always been talking about like my home is England uh, and all the romanticized memories that I still have of that place. So can you explain to us for for most of our listeners who are in North America like why is this a big deal? This is a huge deal because the uh, Leave campaign was led by Boris Johnson, the former um, London mayor, and Nigel Farage, who is the um, leader of the UKIP, which is a UK independent party that's kind of capitalizing on like xenophobia and like fear of immigrants. Are they like the Tea Party? A bit like like that, like just a very extreme version of that. And they had, they were driving around London with a bus saying like, uh, vote leave so that we can donate back like a 350 million back to the national health um, services and um, they were also playing up that maybe Turkey would join the EU and like that these people from Turkey would be invading the country and oh so because I was like I was uh, seeing so many um, videos and like uh, tweets with uh, young people feeling really I guess now disenfranchised and really upset that like a previous generation of like their grandparents and um, um, older generation who had voted to leave and it's just so sad to see that like um, if I decided to move back I wouldn't have the same opportunities to like um, go to different countries work in different countries right in that EU and it's yeah. really, really sad oh, but okay. it's this uncertain period where people are now the next day googling um what is the EU? And oh my <laughs> god! There's like all these dummies guys. That was to the biggest like. like oh my gosh! Yeah. That was the biggest like. What the hell and what the fuck are you doing? So it's so weird. Like, yeah. remember that? Were you following the Brexit vote at all? A little bit, because I have a coworker who's actually a dual citizen as well. So he oh, okay. got to vote, and so I just like overheard some of his conversations. Um, uh, it's gonna be interesting because like people have um, tweeted about all the harsh experiences that have been coming out because I'm reading one right now and it says older women on the 134 bus gleefully telling a young Polish woman and her baby to get off and get packing and like um, oh my god he, like a man was uh, flashing uh, victory signs which means also up yours uh, to like a 78% like Muslim school and those kind of things are really really scary that's insane. I know. And the thing I think that, like, Ramik, the tweets you're reading connects, yeah. like, to what just is going on everywhere. And I'm going to, like, take a sec, you know, move into our next what the fuck moment that happened um, on the Jigney Style Facebook page of all places, yeah. where uh, I'd shared a story, an article by Aziz Ansari that he penned for the New York Times um, about his Muslim mom and how Donald Trump's. Donald Trump basically wants to kick out people like his mom mm-hmm. and why Donald Trump sucks and why that's horrible. And so it was a really beautifully written piece. I shared it on the Jigney Style Facebook page and then within 10 minutes had went back and checked and there were like a ton of comments. And I was like, which has never happened before. So first I was really excited. I'm like, we've gone viral. <laughs> and then I clicked on the page and it was all these older white, white people. Yeah. yeah. Um, saying the most crazy things. Um, and the funny thing is, 
None of them were, none of them were fans or followers of Jiggy Style. Yeah, it's just um, like, why do these people come from? No, they just converged onto the page. Um, you know, they're obviously Trump trolls, mm. um, saying all sorts of crazy anti, I mean, pro-Trump stuff, like, and, and very anti-Aziz. Like, some of the stuff is like, ban all, Trump or leave, like... Um, also badly worded and, like, very, very unintelligent. Yes. <laughs> you have <laughs> to like, really, like, twice. push <laughs> it to figure out what they're trying to say, but you know it's bad. Well, yeah. the one that I... Like, this one person, Damien Jude, I don't know if he's real or a robot, but it said, fuck you, you sand crab. I hope you die. What is a sand what crab? What is a sand crab? There's no other kind of crab but a sand crab. There's an STD, but in that case, a sand crab is the better <laughs> variety. Like, that's not an insult. I know. I was like, what does this mean? I keep, I've actually asked a few friends last night, what, what is, what's I a sand crab? I was asking my dad. He thinks that he means, like, the N-word, but yeah, he didn't like say it because he would have been flagged and deleted. Yeah. So he said oh, this because, yeah. No I mean, possibly, who knows. I was wondering if it was like an Arab reference because of sand, but then I, like, I really don't know. What does that mean? Yeah. It's such a weird reference. Um, the kind of like scary type shit was like, uh, so another D-list actor is against Trump. We'll be hearing about his untimely demise soon. Oh. And then the person's like, you didn't know that like, cause there was some comments under there. There's a curse going around. Anti-Trump D-list celebs are dying. That oh, guy from Stone Temple that Pilots, oh, that Anton guy. And I was like, what? Is- I saw that. That's scary. Yeah, like, what are wrong with these? So, so that kind of thing, like, there's obviously, some of these people might be robots, cause I couldn't tell because their profiles were so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them are real people. And I think I found one person who's actually from Vancouver, which kind of freaked me out. Mm. Um, and it was actually one, one of the things that was so cute, because I, I posted it on my personal Facebook page, and I was like, you know, I feel really heartbroken mm-hmm. about all these anti-Muslim, pro-Trump comments, even though, like, I shouldn't be surprised, mm-hmm. because we, we're seeing what's happening in the U.S., and the response from my friends were so so cute, so sweet because I like they they all like banded around and like, you know, let's get them. Yeah, they're like <laughs> like we have reinforcements. I'm like, what are we gonna do? Like, what I kind of I don't know. Like, we, I think I see these like robotic arms beating up these troll robot <laughs> things. Like, it was really nice, and I think it got a lot of people talking about yeah. how awful it is. But yeah. like, I have a friend in the U.S. who who you know rightly commented like. You guys, you're in Canada. Like, who? Like, why are you even saying anything about? We don't know what's going on in the U.S. Mm. But the thing is, like, this obviously this has an implication across borders. It's thematic across the world. Like, one of the things I was thinking of because I keep saying, you know, with the Trump stuff, they have these uh, things about Americans googling how to move to Canada, mm-hmm. and then after the Brexit vote, the <laughs> British people are googling how to move to Canada. Yeah, it's all about immigration. I'm okay with the whole family coming right back to where I am. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, even with the Jigney style page, just seeing like crazy people come out and like attack. An editorial, like it's an editorial. They obviously didn't yeah. even read it. Like, who knows if they even read it? Yeah, you know? I, I, yeah, just... I doubt it. Like, well, also the what was funny. Like, I felt I think like also because he said he told like Donald Trump to like go fuck himself. Yeah, oh yeah, like, that's what. That's in, yeah, that's he said like, Donald Trump go fuck yourself. It like, could, that's that gonna itself. like drive them out in droves. Like totally, you and the attack fu- him like that. <laughs> the thing with the Jigney style page also is like they obviously didn't see who had shared the post mm. because. They inherently wouldn't like us. Mm-hmm. You know? And they said nothing about Jigni style at no. all. They were like, it's like they were talking to Aziz as if he's reading these comments. Yeah. The thing that I was uh, like, I want to the, want to go back about the Canada point, like with people thinking we can move to Canada, and like it was just like what eight months ago, we were not in a that dissimilar of a position with a Harper government, mm-hmm. and like more than ten, what like ten years under his, um, the stuff he was doing with Muslims, like they're all part of the same narrative, the yeah. same group, and we have. Jason Kenney, 
he came out in support of the results of Brexit. And, like, we're not that far removed from no. craziness. Like, I hate this running joke that, like, Canada's so accepting and so kind and so sweet all the time. Yeah. Like, we have our issues also. Absolutely. Mm. Like, we totally. And I, I just always think about this woman who I met after... Um, after the federal election in November, and we were talking about politics, and and she was like, you know what, guys? Like, she had a hijab, and she said we were. My family was scared. Like, we were all talking about moving. We were scared to leave our houses, and for the first time, we can we can finally laugh. And I was like, wow, that's actually. It's mm-hmm. heavy. That's yeah, it's pretty intense. Like, where we were just a few months ago, now now we're all like, Canada's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah, best place on the earth. Another what the fuck moment from the last week. Salman Khan, Bollywood Aww. actor Salman Khan. <laughs> um, like, if, for anyone who's not been following, he made this statement at a press conference about how the training for his upcoming film Sultan, where he's like a boxer. Or, he's, a, he's like a Kabaddi kind of wrestler. Okay, yeah. a wrestler. He's like, after each shoot, it, he felt like he was a, a, a raped woman. Oh. Walking offset. Offset, yeah. yeah. Like, and everyone, and, and so there's like this sort of up roar by people and then other people being like oh whatever i've seen like pretty 50 50 like i've mm. seen quite a bit of backlash from i think you shared a post on twitter i read that yeah. and it was just all these people who are like no i'm not supporting him like mm-hmm. you shouldn't either mm-hmm. because you shouldn't and he didn't even apologize his dad apologized yes. like eight days later yeah he's ridiculous he's like crazy. um and then i was watching the ifa the international indian film awards taking place in madrid and he's on stage with like all these actors who are so outspoken exactly. about women's issues and stuff like Deepika Padukone, Priyanka Chopra, Farhan Akhtar, who's done stuff about women's uh, yeah. rights with the UN, like, yeah. and everyone's just like, oh, okay, what? I don't, and I don't like, know. Like, will be mine. I write yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because he's such a such a gangster that you can't say anything against him. He's obviously beating like Shahrukh at the box office, and um, Ahmed only does a movie a year, so he can't exactly like. Uh, topple him just yeah but I think he's just so um entrenched in the misogyny and like we'll just take it kind of Bollywood atmosphere and like all those people on stage I think they're probably too chicken shit he's to, also like, gotten away anything. with a lot at this yeah. point so he's, he's probably he's one feeling of the untouchable people like he's one of the <laughs> <That's right. laughs> he's assaulted his he girlfriend. assaulted Ashwari Rai yeah. didn't her parents like file a yeah. and, suit against um, him he's ended I guess if we did care he ended basically Vivek Oberoi's promising career career yeah because <laughs> he actually did speak up yeah, against someone he, he, he spoke up at a conference and like was saying I've got threatening phone calls from him and I can get, show you the phone records like he's saying I've got the receipts but obviously now he's in movies like Grand Musty and like his career crap like that done. and so I think it's important also to note that it's not just Bollywood like I think yeah. when things like this happen people are like oh that's India but yeah. Johnny Depp was oh, sure, he yeah. assaulted Amber Heard she right. filed a, a restraint a restraining order against him and divorce and all of that and people are rallying behind him. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of them might know that he did it because they're saying, you know, I don't know what he does in his personal life, but I think he's a great actor and I think I should support his art and I don't think that he should be punished. Like, his career should be punished. Yeah, he's a great, great. actor. That's like, the same thing with, like, Woody Allen exactly. and, like, Ronald Yeah. So it's really, like, yeah. it's the same across the board and it's just... So it's these guys mm-hmm. exactly in power mm-hmm. in their industries who are getting away with this yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Really crazy. I think it was BuzzFeed India who was talking with like all the film critics out in India whether they would oh. go and um, review his film because Rajasan from Rediff was like, I can't separate 
Tate, this time I don't want to watch this movie. This is the one time like I won't write a movie review on it because that comment was so inflammatory. Yeah, right. I used to, well, mind you, it was like in the 90s. I used to have such a huge crush on him. Yeah. I hate I hate that I did. I did too. I, I really loved him. really awful. Right. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> I can't watch Good Church with that anymore. Or like Jody Jody, was that the one where yeah. they take the baby? Oh, Jody yes. Jody Jody. Like that was also like another movie where you found out that he was having gangsters on set. I think... Oh, really? Yeah, like, one of them was, um, I think it was either Dawood or, like, uh, one of them, Chota Rajan, or one of them, uh, like, from who uh, company was based on, was, like, bankrolling this movie. And... Oh. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, all this internal, like, uh, iffy, ickiness. Is well, just, then I'm not like, surprised, like, that man. people wouldn't openly critique him because yeah. if your career can get toasted, like, yeah. Vivek O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Also, he's associated with gangsters. Also, he threatens people. Mm. And he's crazy. Yeah. And he beats them up and he runs them over. And doesn't go to jail for it. And never so. goes to jail for it. That's what I love. That's what I love about Bollywood. It's like, no biggie. We're just going to release him That's after fine. a year. Yeah, he's got a movie to shoot. So. Or like, then, yeah, like they'll. Yeah, they'll he has a movie to shoot. Sanjay <laughs> that like, went to jail, but. Someone I remember, but even Sanjay Dutt, he was in jail. I think, I don't know if I was in India that time, but he was like let out for the weekend or a couple of weeks because his wife was getting cancer treatments. Mm. And I was like, what kind of jail system is this? Yes, like, where you're just like, priorities. we're just going to go out because your family needs you? I don't <laughs> yeah. understand. What about the other people right there? Like, right? You're in Tehar jail. Come on. It's so, <laughs> it's just so crazy. One, absolutely, what the hell, what the fuck, what the donkey, <laughs> is um, Kanye West's new video for uh, Famous. Oh, is I haven't seen all it. The naked with all the naked people. I haven't seen it. It's basically um, a panorama of naked bodies, and um, the people in Ka- uh, Kanye's video are like uh, Anna, Win- Anna Wintour. Naked. Naked. Uh, no, like, Donald- really, really naked? Yeah, no, these are probably, like mannequins or like look like people oh, who just okay. got naked oh, okay. but their faces are shown i i i um i have a title so i decided to watch this silly who else thing. who else is it um so taylor swift's uh like right next to him boobs out like she's gonna asleep so she's gonna get so pissed she's gonna write a song about that uh, probably <laughs> i hope she does and then it's really like um more disgusting as well because like he's got uh kim and then Ray J is next to Kim as well. And I was like, why would you slut shame your own wife as well? Like, He's so strange. And then like Amber Rose is in it. And they've even got like Bill Crosby. They've got George W. Bush. They've got Donald Trump. They've got Rihanna and Chris Brown. Okay, <laughs> so what is the song about? Like, like it's, it's that like contentious song where he talks about fame. And like that's the song where he mentions... Um, uh, Taylor Swift and he was like oh, I made that bitch famous oh, oh and so God. like he's elevating it to some sort of high art by copying off that artist who uh, did that um, orgy picture but like it's it's a bit ridiculous why would you choose all these funny people like <laughs> I... and also stir the pot with your own ongoing feud with uh, Taylor Swift yeah well, I guess because he didn't get that Google or Facebook funding that he wanted yeah. for his projects oh, yeah. or something. I feel he's another person who I feel so kind of sad about because I loved his first few albums. They were so amazing. And mm. then he turned so crazy. And this is like such stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And I have to go watch the video. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> do you have to have title to watch it? I have. Uh, I think you do probably. Yeah. 
I'm not like a huge fan of Taylor Swift, but I I want to know what she says about yeah, this. Yeah, I know. Me too. Oh my gosh. She always has like very epic like teen movie moments where she's yeah. like talking back to her bullies or like when she mm. won the Grammy. Was it the Grammys? When yeah, she's like, it was a Grammy. There will be people who try to take your fame from you and try to take credit, they but you don't do let them. <laughs> And it was like the last, I don't know how she timed this, but it was the last award of the night. Mm. And so she got the final say and that was the end. And it was just so hilarious. Oh my God. She always gets like the reaction she wants every single event she goes to. And it's just her dancing there. And, and like then crying also, like, when I her friends exactly are like her. There was a montage of like you do not dance like her that. going like this, and just I was like, okay, this person, I can't do it because I dance exactly like her. Music. You do not dance like that. You have rhythm. I, I hope I do. You have rhythm for me. I hope I do. That was the Jigney Style What the Fuck podcast. Thanks to Wise Child for providing the music for this episode. You can find more of his music at soundcloud.com slash INIWiseChild. If you like what you heard, subscribe and rate the Jigney Style podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And visit JigneyStyle.com for more South Asian arts, culture, and style. You can also find us on social media at Jigney Style. Thanks for joining us and have a great week.